Weekly Loss Podcast, episode number 93. Hello, everybody. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And uh, we're somewhat unplugged this evening. Uh We're recording our full review, I guess you would say, of the most recent episode of Lost, which was Left Behind. And uh, we do have audio clips. We have a little listener feedback. But normally, we would be recording this live in front of an internet audience over at TalkShoe.com. This is kind of like back to the basics. This is extremely back to the basics. This is almost back to day one, kind of. Yeah, I think this is how we did it the first time you were sitting on the floor in front of the computer with this little this little mixer box. and. Yeah. So uh, I didn't have to hold my microphone last time, though. I know. We're going to have some handling noise. This is going to be something to bear with, but... uh, Ready or not, here we come. Ready or not, here we come. So, podcast studio being uh, constructed, we are actually looking at what is now a wall that divides our our basement. What, Stephanie? Okay, she's going to yawn first, and then she's going to tell us. No, I'm done. Um, I was just thinking um, earlier that... You know, he's going to come tomorrow and he's going to sand it. And then this week you'll paint it. And I think by next weekend, yeah, it'll be like that wall's always been there. Oh, I know. It it, and, it actually fits pretty well, it doesn't it? It fits very well. It does not look completely out of place like I think I thought it would. Um, and It almost looks as though it would be something that would be designed to be in our home. I think once it's painted, it's going to look like it has always been there. That is cool. It's going to be nice, too. It would be so nice to be able to go into the podcast studio for me to set up, take like three or four, maybe even five hours to get it all put back together, fiddle with all the knobs and dials on all the equipment that I have, and then to know that the next time we record a show, I won't have to spend 45 minutes doing an audio setup because the kids won't uh, will not have been right. in there turning all the dials so anyway let's go ahead and get started with the show i mean we're so back to the basics that we do not even have an audio intro i know that's pretty cool (laughs) i mean you know we're we're roughing it it's cool for the reason that we're doing it yes it is so let's go ahead and move on and talk about this episode and to start things off we want to start with one of our listeners don't we steph we do somebody that you recently said we haven't heard from i did i don't think i I think I just said that to you, didn't I? I don't think. Yeah, that you just could. said it to me. It was not in a podcast. Anyway, I had just said to Cliff the other day, we haven't heard from Michelle in Texas in quite some time. And wouldn't you know, we got a voicemail this week from Michelle in Texas. Yeah, and before I play it, I just want to tell people, if Stephanie sounds like she's half asleep, it's because she is. <laughs> it, it's actually um, 11.30 p.m. <laughs> It's so, only 11.30. It's only 11.30. It feels so much later It does that. feel later. But anyway, here's Michelle That's from Texas. That's because my kids have been home all week. Oh, yeah. Spring break, baby. I'm exhausted. So uh, <laughs> let's listen to what Michelle had to say. Hey, Cliff and Stephanie. It's Michelle from Texas. I wanted to call in about the great episode last night on Lost, the one with Kate. I don't remember the title. I thought it was a really great blend of stuff on the island. I loved that Hurley did that semi-con on Sawyer. That was fantastic. And then I think Kate's flashback, when I first heard it with Kate, I'm like, oh, we've heard her story. It's enough. But having her interact with Cassidy, I thought was a great tie-in. Two questions. So do you also wonder why Locke went with the others and where they're going? Well, maybe it's three questions. And the third would be, why was Juliet handcuffed to Kate? I mean, are they trying to make her be a spy? Is she truly been banished? Is that kind of the parallel to Sawyer's alleged banishment? Anyway, really great episode. I look forward to hearing y'all's podcast. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you very much, Michelle from Texas. We are so glad to hear you, your lovely voice once again. And uh, those are all three things we're going to talk about tonight in this episode of the Weekly Lost Podcast. And to start things off, we are going to play our first audio clip from the episode where Kate speaks with her mom. And a very special thanks to Kevin Preston, from the United Kingdom who has... So, did you use all of his clips? All but one. There was one clip that I decided not to use in tonight's show. But you didn't go pull any of your own? I did not pull any of my own, babe. Okay, that's week one. Week one. We'll see how it goes. All right, so... I'm counting down. Let's listen to what happened with uh, Kate and her mom. Hi, Mom. 
What are you doing here, Catherine? You look good. I asked you what you are doing here. I want to know why you told them what I did to Wayne. I thought maybe you came because you wanted to say you were sorry. I'm not sorry. He hit you. He treated you like a dog and you can't help who you love, Catherine. And for good or bad, I loved him. And you burnt him alive. You turned on the gas and you lit a match. You murdered him in cold blood. I did it for you. No. What you did, you did for yourself. I have to go back to work. Because you are my daughter. I'm not going to tell the two men sitting at the table who've been following me for the last month that you are here. And I swear to God, Katie, if I ever see you again, the first thing I will do is yell for help. Bye. <laughs> okay, Stephanie. Um, we've had some, you've had some time to think about this episode and the issues with Kate and her mom and this interaction. I, I loved this portion. This was the only portion of the flashback that I actually enjoyed was this little bit of communication because I finally think that, that it ties up one loose end. And that was that in prior in a prior Kate flashback, there was the question as to, why did her mom look terrified and scream for help when Kate shows up at the hospital? Because she promised her she would. Right. She, her mom yeah. literally hates her. You know what I got? I don't think her mom hates her. I, I, okay. Honestly, I don't think that her mom hates her. I think that her mom hates what she did. Yes. Um, that There is a great difference there. Because she does say, because you're my daughter, I will not tell them. Oh, that's true. That you're here. I, I do believe that her mom loves her very much, but she cannot accept or condone what she did. I agree. But what I just caught from listening to that clip again, in the beginning, she calls her Catherine twice. Yep. She says, what are you doing here, Catherine? And then she says, you can't help who you love, Catherine. That's right. At the end, right before she le- right before she leaves, and this says everything because, you know, when you call when when you um, when your children are are, when you're punishing your children, you tend to call them by their full name. Yep. You know, um, so you hear her call her Catherine, and then right before she walks out of the room, she says, "But I swear to God, Katie, if I ever see you again." I will scream for help. And then that one moment when she calls her Katie, you know that that is her baby. And yeah. she loves her, but she cannot accept what she did. And the, the I agree with you. I, I, I 100% agree with you there. So I was wrong. She doesn't hate her. <laughs> but anyway, um, one of the things that I want to point out is the fact that Kate literally does not think she's done anything wrong. Which is very, very um, similar to Echo and his attitude he believed that what he did he had to do and i would say there seem do, do you think that there is similar circumstances to where he had maybe some understanding of yeah okay that does make a lot of sense i it could i mean i i would agree that he had he had to do what he had to do when he was a boy when he was a boy and taking the gun out of yemi's hand but I, did he necessarily have to live the life that he sli- slitting chose men's to throats live. and all right. those other horrible things? I I do I disagree with him there, but Kate seemingly has this one instance that we're talking about, and what I, that would compare to Echo's childhood instance, I think. I don't you know, think it one, does though. Uh, in I I see where okay. you're going. No, I see where you're going because I do see you know you're watching your mother being physically tormented okay well okay i don't understand that i've never witnessed that uh kind of brutality but 
but is it the same as I mean I mean aren't there other things you could do aren't there people you could report it to I mean literally I I mean she's like you know I want to know why you told the men what I did and she's like hello you burnt him alive you turned on the gas you lit the match you murdered him in cold blood you and and I mean it's it's planned out it's premeditated this has been something you've been she working a, on. Right, because you took a policy out. I mean, this... Made Kate, it look like an accident. Kate... Wow, that's a... That's why we use pop filters, I guess. <laughs> Kate... I can't do it. Kate... There we go. Uh, she did more than what Echo did in that childhood experience. Experience. I, I understand. Echo did something at the moment. I mean... If Kate had done the, had killed her father at a moment where she was fearing for her mother's life, I could that would be equivalent to the situation Echo faced. I agree with does you. Does that make sense? It, it does, and I agree with you. What I'm saying is where here here is the thing. She witnessed she witnessed the um violence from the time she was a child until her adult moment when she couldn't take it anymore and 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 did that act okay that action followed the lifetime of violence that she had seen whereas in echo it's kind of reverse from echoes because echo had that one instance of violence and now i mean he lived in a in an environment where they were surrounded by violence at times, but he had that one, that one action of, of violence that, that turned the course of his life toward. Right. Do you know what? I know what you're saying. They're kind of opposite in their, um, the way that they, I'm really having a hard time putting my words together. I gotcha. Um, but are you following me? I, I know that, what you're saying. Okay. One of the things that I, to kind of... But what I, I... I don't agree that they are the same because Kate's was premeditated and Echo's was... His first initial action was not premeditated. Right. But everyone following was. Well, and that... What I am saying they're similar in... Is that you sat over there so I couldn't hit you in the back I of the am, head. I am <laughs> far away from you, woman. How I am saying they're similar is that um, they each believe they did what they had to do. They each believe in their in the pit of who they are that that was their only option. Right. And the only thing I can think of in, in taking this more over to the Echo side and then transitioning over to Locke, because um, <laughs> I wasn't a huge fan of all these flashbacks of Kate so soon after we just recently had taco night um anyway the with i wonder in echo's situation after he was taken away by the warlords or whatever uh do you think that maybe there was some brainwashing involved in echo's life to where he was brainwashed to think that the way that he murdered people was just the way to go brainwashed in the way that we saw with Carl probably not not, not that way but, but kind of but brainwashed in the way of um this is his sen- just talking the, you know the the words that they would have used and his his place in life the, right. his surroundings probably. just the constant mm-hmm. you know this is the normal way of things right yeah i i don't know if that had anything into it but anyway um, I do know that there was some question of whether or not Locke has been inside room 23 at all. I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think that he doesn't want to leave the island, and he knows that those people don't want to leave the island either. And so, don't I make more? Doesn't it make more sense for me to be with people who don't want to leave than for me to keep hanging out with these people who can't wait to get off? Right. I, I, I agree with you completely. But let me go He's ahead. He's a pl- traitor. I don't think he's... How is he a traitor? He's a traitor. He's not a traitor. He has crossed the line willingly. 
I disagree with you. <laughs> Locke has been has stated his purpose from day one. We were brought here. I mean, he told him I we know. were brought here for a purpose, and we all know it. You know, and and he's told him. You know, I, I'm. This is my destiny. You know, he he has not. I don't think he's been a traitor. I think he's I know. said from day one. I'm. You know, I am. I am man. Hear me roar. I just don't <laughs> like that he would that he would side with them. <clears throat> with Ben of all people. Ah. But I think you have a clip to play. I do. Let's go ahead and play that. <coughs> what? Kate. John. What are you doing? Did they capture you? Yes, but only temporarily. I came to say goodbye. Goodbye. I'm leaving with them. The hell is going on? I mean, what are they doing to you? Are you brainwashed? Where did Jack go? Jack didn't go anywhere, Kate. He's going to have to stay behind like you. You can't trust them. If they told you that they're going to take you home, they're lying. I don't they... want to go home, Kate. I want you to know I made a strong case for you. I told them that you were a good person. Reliable, smart, honest. And then they told me who you were and what you had done. Let's just say forgiveness isn't one of their strong suits. So, okay, Locke's like, listen, I told him you were a good person, how honest you are, how reliable, and then they told me about you and who you are. And let's just say forgiveness is not one of their strong suits. So are they the judge of all people? Well, they shouldn't be. I, no doubt. I mean, they've got some own. Uh, they got their own skeletons in the closet. It's, it appears. Yeah. Uh, so, I I think Locke is pretty much you know. They pull people to the lo- island under false circumstances. Yeah. Juliet. They told her she was coming for six months. She's been there for three years. Well, they won't may- let her go. Question is, maybe with island time, could she still be there for I only know. six months? Well, but to her, she thinks she's been there for three years. So. Hmm, interesting. So anyway, um, really not a whole lot more to say there. I think we covered most of it in the initial yep. reaction. So let's go ahead and move on to a, a voicemail that we got from Troy Price down in Kentucky. Hi there, it's Troy Price calling from Pikeville, Kentucky. Uh, my comment about uh, the Left Behind episode was um, casting of Juliet and Kate. I think, uh, you know, kudos have to go to casting of Lost. It's so interesting that, you know, they're physically so different, you know, with Juliet being so tall, you know, while, while Kate is, you know, shorter, you know, but scrappy. And the reason that difference was so interesting was when, um, you know, after they'd come back to the village and Juliet was, you know, Jack was trying to find Juliet, how Kate, you know, looked so defeated and she looked so small. Some of it was because, you know, she is smaller than Juliet, but also, you know, she felt defeated, I feel. And that's how the the that part of the episode and the flashback fit together so well uh a, a parting shot is you've got to hate the black cloud paparazzi thank you very much troy price uh for calling in and uh hats go off to casting except for the idiots involved in bringing on paulo and nikki <laughs> And uh, I are you I, ever gonna get over that? No, I'm not. I mean, that really was the. I mean, it was bad. So, but I do agree. I really like. Do the, you know what you just did? What? Are you aware of what you just did? What did I do? You I just, just called, called them by, by their, their real names. Name. That's because they're dead now. Or I, are I, they? I well, I know. <laughs> I did that out of respect for the deceased. <laughs> Hurley got on me last week. Dude, call them by their real names. <laughs> I felt bad. Hurley, you know, give well, me our- If all it was going to take was Hurley telling you, oh, man, I would have called him, like, months ago. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, we're going to play some clips uh, giving us some of the best Kate... Man, my Ks are like, wow. my The best Kate and uh, Juliet reactions or interactions... I should say. Let's start off with this one. Do you think it's gone? Are we safe? Are you serious? You've never seen that. If you don't believe me, you can always pull my other shoulder out of its socket. Oh, I was, I 
wasn't trying. Don't flatter yourself. This is the fourth time it's been dislocated. <laughs> Flattery. I, how would that flatter you if you... I mean, just because I obviously Juliet kicked Kate's butt in the beginning, yes, which was did. totally awesome. I could have watched a little bit more of that action. That was pretty so. Cool. Um, anyway, Juliet here is playing dumb because she acts like not very well though. Because I called her on it when while we were watching that. You did. I said she's seen that, but she's totally lying. Yeah. And that's why I don't trust her still. I, I agree with you. She's I, a mole. I, she is, but I still like her. Um, I'll t- and, and go we'll, for it. We'll, but I've made a pact that I will not. I know, and you I did. will not say that I. Okay. So anyway, do you think there's any significance to the fact that she's dislocated her shoulder three times before? I mean, why write that into the script, or is that just there as part of the conversation? Maybe she's not as strong as you think she is. Okay. She's a weakling. She gets her butt kicked a lot. Okay. Here, I think. Matter of fact, this is just now coming to me. The, I this mean, just in. This just in. <laughs> uh, okay, are you ready for this? Uh-huh. When Kate is ready to attack Juliet, I mean, she's got a tray of food. She is just, uh, just la da 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 da, walking right in. Kate t- definitely immediately attacks her, and with with a metal pipe, with ninja like free or uh, with ninja like reflexes, Juliet. Whops her right upside the head and does kung fu on her. I think what we are going to find out in a Juliet flashback is that she's had martial arts training, and that's how she has dislocated her shoulder three times in the past. Just as the rest of the others have also had martial arts training, because remember, Ethan could really whoop some butt too. What do you think about that? That's my theory. Yeah, till Charlie shot him in the chest. Yeah, that that well, kung lots fu, of times kung fu doesn't like uh, take or care of that. Bullets. All right, so uh, let's go ahead and move on to the fu- the fence mon the monster in the fence. Stop! Wait. What are you doing? I know what happens when you step through those things. Off. We Kate, will go we alongside you. We can go around there. Off. Damn it! You're going to want to be over here. Hey, come on! All right. We don't know what it is, but we know that it doesn't like our fences. You had a key. <laughs> I lo- that was the greatest part of this episode. The smoke monster and the defensive the- scent fence. The defensive fence. You like that? Yeah. So what what do you have to say about that clip? Anything? That smoke monster's ticked off. And it's coming back for Juliet next week. It is. It's got some pictures, it's got the mug shots, it's ready to go. It is coming after her. Yep. Or, or is, is that after- what I want to see? Or is it after Kate? I don't know. It took pictures of Juliet or so it looked like. It did. It seemed to be focused on Juliet. It seemed to be focused on her. And she is the one who, you know, locked it out with the sonic fence. That's right. Um, so anyway. It had there, everything to do with her. There are a couple things we learned. Uh, do, do you know what we learned in this little clip here? That uh, she had the key to the handcuffs the whole time. Yep. And that she knew the fence was turned off. Okay, so this idea that she was left behind and gassed and dragged out. Crap, because here's what I'm thinking. That if she's left behind, she's going to feel some sense of of outcast, of rejection, you know? And she says, okay, we've seen it before, but we don't know what it is. We've seen it. And we don't know what it is, but we know it doesn't like our fence. We, 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 we. She is still associating herself with this group of people who, my fake air quotations, left her behind. I like those. Those are almost audible. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're doing air quotes at the mic, but they're not being picked up. They are. (laughs) Those were big air quotes. So, anyway... um, 
Do you see what I'm saying? I know exactly what you're saying. She's so, she's fake. She's so fake. She she is definitely and and I'm 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 100 certain that she is a plant. Um, there are there are a couple things. Number one is the fact that she has the key, uh, and number two that she knew that the fence was turned off. Number three that she lied about. So not she knew that. that they went through the fence to ex- to escape because that fence surrounds the whole perimeter of their little colony there. Right now, CSL nine two seven zero one and Eric Fisher. Uh, from our GSPN forum, believe that the fence was actually built to keep the mox- smoke monster out, and Makes maybe sense. and not just intruders. But my question is this: I mean, you, we saw Kate climb over the fence, right? Uh, Serby doesn't seem to be having any problems getting up into some heights, such as high enough to whop Mister Echo to and fro up in the tall trees. So why couldn't Serby just maybe he fly do- over the fence? Maybe he doesn't always announce himself. Maybe sometimes he's trying to be sneaky and lay low. You think so? I don't know. That here's it seems to me that this is the first encounter Serby has ever had with the fence. But she said, but we know he doesn't like our fence. I don't know. I don't. I. I, I personally I don't, don't know. believe he didn't have a face, but he sure did look mad. Yeah, actually, there's uh, there's losteasteregs.blogspot.com has a picture of this uh, mythological creature with three heads, and there are th- some screen captures there that actually show th- this monster, the smoke monster, having three heads and a tail. And in two different shots, he kind of broke into three okay, heads. Okay, well, I'm not going to watch it in slow motion just to see that. No, so. you don't need to. But anyway, um, so... To me, it just looks like a cloud of black smoke. Yeah, that's exactly what it looks like. So, uh, let's see here. And then your theories, uh, Chris, I believe is his name, from our GSPN forum, mentioned the that the access code that Juliet typed into the fence was... 1623 right two of the numbers so anyway imagine that they don't mean anything all right here's another reason why i believe that um juliet is still on i'm telling you i think that her and ben are i'm they're they're twins i I, they are just so alike no matter how much they you know seem to be not getting along or Mm -hmm tension between them um they're just so much alike i think everything i think everything Mm -hmm. we've seen of juliet so far on the island has all been a ruse that is a ruse the word i'm thinking of it has all been this master manipulation we're all we all think that ben is the one who has these you know he's he's really being trying to twist everything the master manipulator think i think juliet's just as equally manipulating uh i believe that you know she was i would i think she was even willing to go so far as to have that tech you know that thing burned into her her was it on her back or on her arm it's on her back on her back mm-hmm. i believe that she was even willing to it's go the, through that pain yeah, it's in the small of her back even to, willing to go through that pain just to get to full jack to full jack absolutely because I mean, Ben was obviously willing to go through some very um, bad torture in the in the um, what you call it room, uh, yeah. the, the the armory. Armory. So I mean, he was obviously tortured, shot. I mean, he was willing to go through a whole lot and never gave up. Master manipulator, and I believe Juliet was. You know, the whole idea that she is everything she's told Jack so far. The she is not. I be, however, I do believe the whole putting the cue cards in front of the uh, the window for Jack to look at while the cartoon or on the TV while uh, she's talking to Jack. Uh, I believe that was Ben's idea. I believe Ben came up with that, and um, you know the the whole operation. I know that Jack seemingly was in control, but I believe. Juliet and Ben had him so pegged that they knew exactly what he would do and that that by doing all this that they would actually get in that Juliet would get into Jack's good graces. And so anyway, now she now I believe that Kate or that Juliet is totally being the master manipulator of Kate here. If it weren't for you, 
I would be on my way home right now. Jack told me not to come back to protect me because he didn't want me to get hurt. Because he loves me. Is that what you think? Yeah, that's what I think. He does. We have cameras on the cages, Cade. All of them. He saw you. You and Sawyer. The reason Jack told you not to come back wasn't because he didn't want you to get hurt. It was because you broke his heart. So, grab my wrist, push up, and twist. <laughs> I, I I totally believe she's playing him. In fact, I, playing him, playing her, and she she, even, is. she continued to do so with this. Did he say that to you? Sorry, but I broke his heart. He didn't have to. You don't know anything about him. I know where he was born. I know what his parents did for a living. I know that he was married. And who he was married to. I know why he got a divorce. I know how his father died. I know his height, his weight, his birthday, and his blood type. What do you know about him, Kate? Let's go. Awkward silence. You know, I, I, I started to think that maybe Juliet also had a thing for Jack. Not at all. No, but she is totally playing this, I know a lot about Jack. And I had mentioned this in our initial reaction. She doesn't mention that she found it as a re all this information out. Or you mentioned. Uh, sorry. That's so okay. You mentioned in our initial reaction that she, she neglected to tell Kate that she found this all through a research project that uh, she was working on. But intent, and but, she didn't. She probably didn't even find the information. Some little research intern had to go. She probably made dig it up. She just it. had to. All she had to do was read the file. That's right. And so, but she's totally leading. Um, she's leading Kate on to believe that there is something more between Jack and Juliet that, than that, what there is. That they've had some moonlight right. serenades. But you know what I? Do you know what I love about the? Um, the scene between her and and Kate when she tells her that you broke his heart is that before she even says those words, she says, um, Juliet says, Jack didn't tell you, or how did, it's when she, she's telling her, we have, we have cameras on the cages, all of them. And you can see in Kate's face in that moment that she knows where she's going with that, you know? Yeah. And so she knows before Juliet ever speaks the words that that Jack saw her with with um with Sawyer and you see regret in her face. Yeah. I mean you saw regret in her face before when she was walking back to camp with with James, but uh Yeah, and, but, and you could tell that she was totally distraught and destroyed when Jack asked about Juliet. Yeah. When he I mean, she's in love with Jack. She is. And Juliet knows that and she's playing this thing really hard. And so yeah, she's And in true lost fashion, no one will talk about, you know she won't go to Jack and talk to him about it because Oh, of course not. They don't do that. No, that that's <clears throat> not gonna happen on Lost. Uh let's see here. Where did the others go? Uh let's go ahead and uh, take a listen to this. Said I've checked all the houses. Everyone's gone. No weapons, no trail. It's like 50 people disappeared into thin air. Should take what we can find and head out while we still got light. She's not coming with us. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. Jack because she is. has Jack fold. She has Jack under her. So I don't think that Jack has changed any in the time that he spent with them. No. 
but I think that um, Juliet has him fooled into thinking that she is someone who she is not. He's totally, totally fought into her. And everything that she has sold It's going to start the war. Yeah. So, anyway, I'm very... I think they're hiding out on the submarine that um, Locke did not blow up. You think so? Until it's safe to come back. Hmm. Just my little theory there. That's an interesting theory. Thanks. Uh, I I can't... That's an interesting theory. Uh, It was better the other way. Um, Uh, So, let's... I'm going to play some... uh, uh, listener comments. First one I want to play, though, is from Eric Fisher. Hey, Cliff and Stephanie. This is Eric Fisher. I just wanted to throw my hat into the ring about the whole is Juliet a plant or not thing. And I have to say, yes, yeah, Saeed's usually right when it comes to who's another and who's not. However, there's this whole thing about, oh, Rousseau's another, but Saeed hasn't even come close to saying anything about that. And usually, Saeed's pretty bold and outright with his opinion. So... Yeah, he's saying Juliet is, but he's also saying Rousseau's not. And do we think he's right? Do we think he's not right? I tend to think that in this case, he may be wrong on both counts. That's my two cents. All right. Well, I'm going to have to disagree with you. I do believe that Danielle uh, is a little intriguing. I don't have the scoop on her, but I have to believe without any shadow of a doubt for myself that... Um, that Juliet, I, I think Saeed's right about Juliet, that she is definitely a mole. I don't know about Danielle. I'm on the fence and not the Sonic. I one. don't think, I do not think that Danielle is another because a couple weeks ago they showed her seeing Alex from a distance. From a distance. Please don't sing. Thank you. You don't like my Bette Midler? I don't like your any rendition of it. Yes. Okay. I I don't like any rendition of any song that you ever try to sing. Stephanie. I'm. Oh my gosh! I'm destroyed. You are. You're not. worse than Simon Cow. No, I'm not. Yes, I didn't. I in no way attacked your character, or your appearance. <laughs> I simply, I simply spoke on. Your vocal ability. <laughs> somebody which is had mentioned. Somebody zero. had mentioned that I had serenaded them in this most recent initial reaction. I go on walking after midnight out in the moonlight, just like we used to do. I go on walking. I'm really tired. After midnight, searching for you. And I'm on the line of cranky. Oh, okay. Let's move right along. So. What was I saying? I have no idea. I was saying that we saw Danielle show real emotion. Viewing from a distance. Alex from a distance. From a distance. Do you, are you following me? <laughs> I'm, are, are I'm you totally following you. Following me. Okay. So, here is why she cannot be another. In my mind, this is why Danielle cannot be another. If she's another, she would have seen Alex be raised. Yes. Unless she was a part of another other camp. Another other. All right, I give up. She's Whatever. An- she's another other from another mother. Whatever. <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard time. I totally agree that she's not a part of Ben's otherisms. Other otherists. I don't know. I don't know what I mean. One of the questions, though, that uh, Kim, a.k.a. Good Things Coming from our GSPN forum asked. I had a point to make, and I totally do not re- even remember my own point. <laughs> you made your point. No, no you, I Yes, you made the point. point. <laughs> the point was is that Danielle that is point. not another. <laughs> because from a distance. Wow. <laughs> She 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 viewed her daughter from afar. <laughs> Did you want to say something else? I don't remember what I wanted to say. I can't even remember my own. I mean, it's bad enough when I just forget what I wanted to say. Yeah. But now I had like my own theory, my own little thing, oh, and I can't even remember that. You had a theory? <laughs> well, it's gone. I don't even remember what it was. Oh, now we have to pause and just wait for you to come up with your theory again. <laughs> We're going to be sitting here for a long okay. time. Well, 
If it comes back, you let me know. So, as I was saying, Kim, a.k.a. Good Things Coming from the GSPN forum, wants to know, where did Danielle go? She sees she sees Alex. D- is she following the group? Think about it. Uh, my, my, my answer, my theory, is that Danielle is following her daughter and the group of the, the others. You think? Yeah. She's trailing, trailing them in the woods. She could be, but I don't think she's that kind of person. I think she got what she came for, and she's going to go back to her little hole in the ground and no, no, no. It's, pop up again when she needs to shoot somebody in the shoulder with an arrow. I got you. Okay. So uh, let's go ahead. Not only did Kim uh, post in our but forum. But that's a good, I mean. I think that she went to follow She could them. be trailing them. She's trailing them, and then she's going to come back and, and lead, them, lead us back to the others. She's going to lead the war. Yeah. So, uh, Kim called in and has her thoughts about Jack. Hi, Stephanie and Cliff. This is Kim. Um, I wanted to call and give some feedback on the latest Kate-centric episode, Left Behind. Um, I believe that not only was Juliet a plant, but so is Jack. Um, Ben made the comment that they got rid of their only, they lost their only surgeon slash doctor when Ethan was killed. And all they had left was Juliet. Even though she wasn't a surgeon, she's an MD. Then they had Jack, and Jack was a surgeon, and, and, and Ben made comments to Locke that there was, there's no way that he was going to let, he wanted to let Jack off the island. But I think that Jack is also a plant. Even if Juliet isn't, I definitely think that Jack is now, and that he will, he is serving his own needs, um, be it by helping the others or himself. He definitely has his own agenda. I think there are so many people on this island that have their own agendas, and they're just not sharing it. Typical lost style. Speaking of episode, guys, take care. What do you think, Stephanie? Is Jack another, or is he, or I'm sorry, is he uh, a plant also? I don't think so. I don't, I don't see it. Live together, die alone. Yeah, I, th- I think that's Jack's I don't MO. think that Jack has changed. Um, I don't think he would sacrifice everyone else to save himself. Nope. Knowing, I, I, I think he cares too much about the 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 losties to to do that. I mean, sure, we saw him going to get on the submarine, but I truly, honestly, but in believe that moment, he didn't think he could get back to them. This is true, and he and I believe that he honestly felt that getting off the island and finding a way to bring other people back. Right, to I think his way to get off was to save everyone. Yes. Not just himself. And and I totally, I, 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 I mean, I, I will say it's an interesting theory, and I would I, that would be like <gasps> a no moment for me that, to sit there I and I wouldn't say, like that. I, I wouldn't like it, but it would be would be a twist that... I'd fight it. He'd fight it. Yeah, okay. But I'm just saying it would be an interesting twist if they did write that into the episode, but I don't think it's going there, personally. And yeah. so, but, but very, very interesting insight nonetheless but i definitely believe juliet's another or, well that she's not enough she's another i believe she's a plant i believe I that she's too. still I think that she has she, not been left behind i don't think she anything that she behind. has i don't think anything that she has shared up to this point has been truthful right on the island i am taking her flashbacks for what they are but um i don't think anything you've seen of her on the island represents anything yeah. remotely truthful. Gotcha. And um, I believe the question is, what does she have to go back to in the in the mainland? Some would argue her sister. And we've had several listeners call in and tell us that they believe that the sister is not actually on the island. She brought her sister with her. And I would, I'm one to agree with that. If her sister was her science project, I think that she probably did bring her with her. Yeah, I believe her sister's on the island, and therefore she or, really has no need to leave the island. Or her sister died as a result of all of the... No, I believe her sister came and she was cured. I believe that that's probably uh, something that even further goes along with the reason why Juliet doesn't want to leave the island. That makes sense. Makes sense. Does that make sense? But she did want to leave, or so she let us think. That, no, that's what I'm totally saying. What we've the only people she's told that she wants to leave was Jack, Jack, and now Kate, and uh, she's totally playing them. I, I I believe that with all my heart. 
And so, and also, I agree with you. the idea that uh, her sister is on the island. Remember that funky-looking look hallway uh, going down that um, corridor where Ethan comes out? Yeah. And it was two-tone color. I can't remember what color it is. I think it was green. And then there was a lighter color on top or something. Anyway, um, I put it in the flash er, in the show notes a couple weeks back, and I actually wrote on there. I I forgot to mention this. Do you do you, and uh, yeah, I remember. Matter of fact, I'm here. You know why am I just sitting there? Okay, so it's gr- it's dark green on the bottom half, light green on the top half. Where we see, matter of fact, I've got it right here, Steph. If you can see I gotcha. that, so you got Ethan there. See that wall. Yeah. And this is where John's being led to go see his dad. Notice anything about uh, the wall? Yeah, it does, it's very similar. It's it's exactly the same. So the question is, are okay. they reusing a set, or is that the same hallway? And so, um, turn it back towards me. Look at it, Steph. And I will put this. Maybe matter of fact, what I'm going to do is I'm going to actually make this the album art for this week's episode, since I don't have our lost banner on this computer. What do you think about that? It, it it's totally the same hallway. Now whether or not that's a they're just reusing a, a set, which I can't imagine they would just. What's wrong? It does look like the same hallway, but in the pictures with John and Ben, it's missing the fire extinguisher. Well, obviously because it's a different portion of. Uh, the, but the door's in the same place. Yeah. So anyway, like that little inset. You see what I'm talking about? Yeah, but the I mean, what what I'm saying though is that they they could have different corridors down in the underground passageway. Okay. Okay. So anyway, um, Juliet definitely. I think her sister's on the island. Okay. And I agree with our, with many of our listeners who have uh, called in and and written in and said that. So um, Sawyer is not too good with the babies. Hey there, little baby. I love that clip. <laughs> that is a great little clip. But here is what we pretty much boiled down to. And in the initial reaction, and during the episode, Stephanie, I, I give you full credit. You knew from the very first line that Hurley delivered about the vote and the, you know, the whole consensus thing and the banishment. You said from the very first moments that this was all Hurley making it up. And uh, here, here's the, uh, the, how the, the result of that. I hope you'll remember this little barbecue at your meeting later. Oh, what mean? Hurley told me about the vote. Oh, since when did anyone around here vote? of a bitch. There wasn't ever gonna be no vote. Right. And wasn't it nice being nice? You tricked me into being decent? decent? That's gotta be the lamest cons in the history of cons. Wasn't a con, dude. If you're gonna be our temporary leader, you need to do some damage control. Leader? What the hell are you smoking? Jack's gone, Locke's gone, Kane Saeed. You're all we got. You're all we got, Sawyer. I'm sorry, guys. Anyway, well, until next week. I know. So, um, here's the deal. We've got some listener feedback, and because of our little unplugged session here that we're having, I don't have all of our audio clips, but you know what I did today, Stephanie? I showed you this at lunchtime. I downloaded my own ringtone into my cell phone, and so I'm going to use my cell phone for our listener feedback. Uh, You didn't show me that at lunchtime. When did I show it to you? It wasn't at lunchtime. Oh, that's right. I wasn't. Did I go to the, that? Was before I went into the office on my day off, right? No, you did that while you were there, waiting for me to bring your lunch, right after you hung up on me. <laughs> we're not going to go there right now. Uh, what, I showed you this, didn't I? Show you this when you, you got you home. You showed me, but it was more like it, like when you okay. got home at. All right. Well, from now on, five thirty. When somebody calls me, uh, that is. Not me. Anybody other than Stephanie, because she has her own unique ringtone. Uh, but here's what happens on my cell phone. Yes, Colonel Locke, this line secure. Line secure, go ahead. Hey, Cliff, Stephanie, Toy. This is Michelle from Texas. This is Kim from Indiana. Josh from California. Jennifer from Florida. Sam in Tucson. Kimberly from California. Paul in Memphis, Tennessee. 
Listener feedback. Target area is acquired. We are a go. Roger that. So that's my that's new ring. Be so annoying. That's my new ringtone. I can't wait till it goes off one morning at church. <laughs> that's gonna sound so great. Hey, Cliff, Stephanie, it's Jorge. That's gonna be great. That'll be great. So anyway, we do have some listener feedback, and we're gonna start off with Mr. Kane. Hey, Cliff. Hey, Stephanie. This is Minister Kane from North Carolina. I'm the guy who sent you uh, a couple emails last week about uh, Rose and Bernard and and something about the first season with Locke and Charlie. Um, I've enjoyed this week's show. It was pretty good. Uh, uh, The thing I was thinking at the end of the show was the others are gone. Go get the Losties from the beach. Bring them back up to the to the, where the the others were staying because you got homes, you got electricity, you got everything that you could possibly Sounds. want, and you got protection from the from Smokey because we now know that Juliet knows how to get in and out of the sonic boom thingy that causes people to blow up on the inside. Anyway, <laughs> but that's what I was thinking. You know, instead of going back out to the beach where you have no home, stay there. Go get the other people from the the losties from the beach and bring them there where they have homes and running water and food and, and, and electricity. All right, I just can't wait to hear what you have to say. Thanks, Mr. Kane. I completely agree with you. I, I thought that too while we were watching that. Did you? Yeah, I thought if they've all left, just go back and get them and and hang out in here. little other Absolutely. If there were fifty of them and they left, then there's about fifty of them and exactly, I, it, it just works and, out, you know and. You know, it's like Makes summer sense. camp for everybody. Summer camp. It'd be totally yeah, I'm awesome. Sure, I'm sure there's like a box of spare toothbrushes somewhere. There's got to be. You know? And if not, you Because can I just... don't care how many times you brush your teeth with your finger. You know, it's just not cutting it. All right. Let's go to Vicky, also known as I Saw Your Mama or Saw Your Mama or something like that in our GSPN forum. Hi, Stephanie and Cliff. This is um, Vicky. Saw Your Mama. Saw Your Mama on uh, the forum. I I just wanted to mention one thing. I heard this on another podcast, and I suddenly got my own little mini crackpot theory. But um, they were mentioning how the uh, others walk barefoot um, and kind of uh, sneak around, don't leave any tracks. And I was thinking that maybe they walk barefoot and sneak around because otherwise they'll disturb Smokey, you know, kind of like tremors if you've ever seen that movie. <laughs> so I thought that was like my mini crackpot theory. Maybe that's why they do that. And, you know, maybe Smokey just can't stand the sound of hard-soled shoes on his, uh, you know, up, above ground. Um, one of the other things, and I keep waiting for somebody to mention this, that uh, in uh, um, Exposé, uh, did anyone notice that um, uh, Nikki uh, was wearing a red bra you know as in red shirt as in you know they're the guys who are very are are uh, dispensable in any show uh no one mentioned that so i just wondered if anyone else had noticed that um have a great weekend have a great easter and um can't wait to hear your next show thanks well thank you vicky for calling in um uh, and as far as the walking softly as to not uh awaken the wrath of smoky the smoke monster uh, that's a good theory. I enjoyed that theory. Um, as far as noticing what color Nikki's bra was, I to be honest with you, I didn't notice, and uh, <coughs> I was just glad to be done with 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 her on the island. <laughs> so, right. but I'm sure there were quite a few men that probably noticed that she had a bra on, but uh, wasn't interested. At least she wore one. Kate doesn't even wear one anymore. Doesn't she? I don't even recognize that. Is it? Yes. All right. Next up, did we do Harv yet? No, let's do Harv okay. from California. Hey, Cliff, this is uh, Harv from California. Um, I have a little theory if if Paulo and Nikki are not killed off, and that is um, we had a lot of references in Exposé where, um, you know, John said, you know, things on the island don't stay buried for long, and, and there was a couple other ones as well. Um but do you remember when Vincent pulled the sheet off of them when they were dead? Um, that was that may possibly be a foreshadow for him, Vincent, digging up 
the bodies, possibly, at least, you know, enough that somebody would see what he was doing and maybe he might dig enough that they would say, hey, <laughs> she's blinking or whatever. Just a crazy theory, but uh, you never know, okay? Uh, enjoying the shows now more. <laughs> Have a great day. Bye. Harv, thank you very much for calling in. He's enjoying in. them now more? Yeah. As in... Of course, because Paulo and Nikki's gone. Okay, I guess I thought he meant our shows or... No, I'm sure he's talking about the fact that show. they're getting rid of the old lame episodes from the first... Okay, I'm enjoying the show more. I am too. So. But, uh, I, Harv, you're the first person that I'll ever probably... Well, okay, maybe not the first and probably not the last, but I totally hope you're wrong. I, I, I think it was a silly way to try to get rid of Paulo and Nikki. I was expecting more from it. I was expecting to see some kind of way of making me understand that, you know, why we didn't see them for the first 70 some odd days. Because on the they island. were out looking for their bag. Yeah, whatever. Um, but anyway, I, 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 I'm ready to put that, that story behind me. And I'm just, I just hope, hope it's gone. Alrighty, so here's the next thing. Well, that, where are we at? We're at episode 16. How many episodes are there going to be in this season? I didn't look, but I think there's usually like 23, 21, Well, 22. okay. May 17th? Whatever 16 is, plus 6 is. What is that, 22? Uh-huh. Okay. And we're at 16, so how many does that leave left? Four. I'm so tired. I can't even do my own math. That would be six, or there are about six or seven episodes left. So they're going to start winding down. Yeah, absolutely. So there's not enough time to even address that. I hope not. I I don't think there is. So uh, Kane, remember Kane that was just here popping lots. I know. Yes, Mr. Kane. Mr. Kane called, and here's what he was talking about. What he called in last week. It's coming, I promise. From North Carolina. I had sent you an email um, back on Saturday night about my theories about the reason why Rose and Bernard aren't, we're not seeing them anymore. And the other night, last night actually, Sunday night, I was driving down the road listening to uh, the audio from season one, uh, episode six, and there was a conversation between Locke and Charlie uh, when Locke was uh, helping Charlie get off his drugs. And uh, I'm going to pull that audio for you and send it over also. But it was, it just struck me, you know, this whole thing about the box. If you, when Ben was talking to Locke about the box and about how, you know, you wish for it and it just appears and, you know, what Locke was wishing for. Well, the conversation between Locke and Charlie in this episode was Charlie was wishing that he could have his guitar more than anything. And uh, Locke just explains to him, if you uh, if you wish for something, have faith you can have it, or something like that. I'm gonna pull the audio for you. But Locke also says, you know, when he realizes, when Charlie realizes that he does have his guitar, that you have to give something back to the island for you to receive something. So I'm wondering what it is that Locke gave back to the island to be able to get his dad there. Anyway, I thought it was interesting. I thought you might like it, and I'll send it over to you. All right, so here's the first clip. It's a shame what happened to the band. How long since you played? My guitar, uh, eight days, 11 hours, give or take. You miss it. Well, a lot of wreckage, it might still turn up. Undamaged, still playable, I don't think so. I mean, I wish, but there was this bloke at the counter who made me check it in. Oh. Yeah, wasn't enough room in the cabin. Fascist. You'll see it again. Oh, yeah? What makes you say that? Because I have faith, Charlie. Okay, and so here is the next uh, clip. I don't envy what you're facing, but I want to help. Do you want your guitar? More than your drug? More than you know. No, is that this island just might give you what you're looking for, but you have to give the island something. You really think you can find my guitar? Look up, Charlie. You're not going to ask me to pray or something. I want you to look up. 
Lots oh. of looking up in this show. There is a lot of looking up. And uh, I think that's an interesting theory that uh, Harv has, or not Harv, but uh, Kane has there about, you know, wanting things. Is, is Charlie wanting his guitar? Is that something that the island provided for him and he got it because he did give, he gave up the drugs or kicked Possibly. or kind of repented from that? Very interesting. I, I like that. It's one of the more interesting things I've heard in a long time mm-hmm. out there the, and very unique. So thank you very much for that, Kane. And uh, next up we have Patty from Florida and then Log Dog's going to close us out. So here's Patty. Hi, Cliff and Stephanie. This is Patty from Florida. This is my first time calling, but I've been listening to your podcast for quite some time. And wanted to let you know I really enjoy it. I really like the fact that it's clean. There's one other lost podcast that I listen to and... It has some really good information, but, you know, the explicatives, you know, are no fun. But anyway, just wanted to um, run past you an idea that I had about the smoke monster sound um, going off before or after Nikki and Paolo got bit by the spider. I'm thinking maybe at that precise time was when Locke's father was being materialized by the smoke monster or the box is what I'm thinking. Just a thought. Let me know what you think. Thanks. Bye. Okay, so basically she's saying that we are, the the smoke monster is used as a portion of has a connection to the box making things materialize and at the moment when the spiders came and we heard that was the time when Locke's dad was being brought to the island or materializing. Very interesting theory. I like it. Um, and then the law dog from Red Bluff, California. Hey Cliff, this is a law dog from Red Bluff, California. I was uh, just listening to your expose review and uh, someone talking about the box and it just occurred to me, you know, there's so much rumor and this is just way out there, maybe it'll never come true, but uh, there's all these things, you know, what is Serby the Smoke Monster? And I know I thought for a long time, well, it's a security system or this or that. What if Serby was one of the things that popped out of the box? I mean, there's some pretty twisted people on that island. And, uh, you know, if you got horses and pigs and, you know, your rotten no-good father popping out of the box, I just no wonder if, if at some point the writers might not have decided that instead of something mechanical that uh, Serby popped out of the box. It's like a manifestation of, of, of something to protect the island or to punish people. Just the sort of thing that Ben might dream up to try to keep control of the island way out there it's sort of a departure from anything i've heard so far but uh, i almost see the show maybe twisting in that direction anyway just wondering what you think (laughs) talk to you later thank you very much there uh for that and i think that that's interesting that that maybe the smoke monster is a result of somebody wanting something to the island bringing something to the island what do you think about that steph I think if they keep twisting in those directions, they're going to lose a lot of viewers. You think so? I think that they're going to lose a lot of people in... um, I mean, I'm with you. I'd like to see it go a little bit more sci-fi, not so much so that, you know, they start teleporting in a blue phone box, but... Right. um, I I would love to see Doctor Who come up. I know. See, I love Doctor Who, but... This isn't Doctor Who. This isn't Doctor Who. This is Lost. And I think that there are going to be a lot of people who have watched it from the beginning and have stuck with it, even though they don't understand a lot of it, that are going to fall off if they go too far making up smoke monsters in a box kind of thing. I gotcha. You know what I mean? No, I totally understand. I I think they need to be fair to all of their listeners, not just... Listeners, viewers, they need to be fair to all of their viewers, not just the ones who who want to see Doctor Who on the island. Well, or the big box that materializes all kinds of cool stuff. Well, my point was, or the people who spend hours and hours diving into it because they just can't get enough. I got you. Oh, you know those casual people? You mean? Yeah, the. Fa- you still have to be fair to the casual viewer. I guess. The casual viewers are so fickle, though. Casual viewers are what made this show what it is. I know. I'm just giving you a hard time, Stephanie. If I it t- wasn't for the casual viewer, it wouldn't have made it first past the first, you I know, understand. six episodes. I know. I gotcha. I gotcha. Well, hey, uh, we're done with this episode, this review of um, Left Behind. This is my ring on my phone. 
Yes, this is actually this is actually Stephanie's ringtone, uh, but it's actually being played from our iTunes uh, on our computer. Yes. This is a pod safe music uh, selection here. The title of this song is called "Shoulder to Cry On." It's the, the acoustic version, and then the artist is Bloom. And so uh, we're gonna wrap it up here and let you leave with this wonderful song that we love so much, Stephanie. This hasn't been too bad for an unplugged episode. It has not been too bad for unplugged. I I, I oh, hope cool, that we do not go unplugged for a very long time. I know. Again. The, you know, it's kind of funny that we're going unplugged, With the, and, and it's yeah. an acoustic version. How do you like that's, that? That's pretty cool. Isn't that awesome? Yes. So it's fitting. All right. God bless you all. Have a happy Easter. Absolutely. And uh, we'll see you next week. Learn by mistakes I'll be your shoulder to cry on Watch your walls Not watch your name I'll be your shoulder to internet talk show check it out at talkshoe.com